The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Hope you're all keeping well out there, wherever you are, and that you're keeping safe and well in these scary global pandemic times. Uh, yeah, thoroughly depressing, I'm sure. And yeah, if anything, I have to give a huge shout out to everyone who got in contact with us after last week's show. Um, if you haven't listened to episode 197, then... Yeah, you missed quite an epic episode where we had a load of weekly drones all talking about the big news story of the week. And that actually created quite a stir in the bagpiping world and a lot of discussion which continued online. So last week's episode was a stomper, as I like to say. But if this is your very first Big Rab show, then... um. <clears throat> Where have you been? We've been doing this for the longest time. As you can tell, this is episode 198 now, and we're just around the corner from episode 200. 200, you say? That's madness. Yeah, episode 200, just around the corner. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about episode 200 just as we're getting closer to it, and... Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later in the show. But first of all, if this is your first rap show, then you're welcome. Uh, yes, don't forget, like every other podcast out there, you can help support the show through our Patreon. Yes, I know, I know, that old chestnut. Yeah, each and every week, uh, we tell you guys about the amazing content that's up there on our Patreon page. And this week's no different uh, because, yeah, we've got a ton of great stuff up there on Patreon that we're really dead proud of. In fact, all of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio shows are up there over the, for months now. Uh, so you can go back and listen to the entire back catalogue, I think as far back as possibly April, May of this year i think is when we started uploading those to patreon so you have a world of piping and drumming music up there so each and every week you get two hours of fuse fm balamoney radio show plus you have episodes of big rab, rab show plus exclusive interviews videos all backstagey stuff there's a ton of great stuff up there on patreon so hello to all of our new patreon supporters by the way we got a, a little bit of a, an influx of new folks there so hello everyone there on patreon the patreon faithful yes and also, don't forget to check out our ongoing promotions with the Piper's Dojo. Yes, thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo if you would like to... Uh yeah, take advantage of our test drive. For $1, you get 30 days of Dojo Premium, which basically drops the paywall on everything. So you have access to all of your live lessons, your one-to-ones, with some of the big names in the game, you know. So honestly, it's an incredible service. And, you know, if you decide to keep on after 30 days, then great. If not, then, hey, what have you lost? You've lost a dollar and maybe some time, you know, trying to learn some tunes. But honestly, I think if once you take your test drive, you'll get hooked on the whole system. It's incredible. I'm definitely a fan. So well worth checking out. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash dojo and also a shout out to everyone who's been buying big rab show merch this last while yeah we've actually been quite busy i don't know whether it's because it's the halloween season and everyone thinks that big rab show hoodies are scary or something 
no idea. Uh, but maybe a lot of you out there are doing Christmas shopping. Uh, so if anything, a lot of Big Rab Show water bottles have been sold along with the bottle openers. They're really popular. And of course, the hoods, you know. And yes, don't forget, we are in global pandemic times. And yeah, you can get Big Rab Show face masks up there. <laughs> so go and check out the Rab Show shop. Yes, indeed. And if anything, we've got some commentary about the website recently saying about how they like the new redesign and stuff. And that's all down to our graphic designer, Aaron McElwain. Yeah, and if you want to find out more information about Aaron, of course, you can go and check out the website where it lists all of the team members and gives all a bit of a background about each of us. So, yeah, there you go. So... That's by way of an introduction. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming, we are the show for you. Now, if it's not your thing and bagpiping isn't your thing, then stick with this, because we dare say that we'll be, we will cover something that will be of interest to you at some point. Hmm. Now, with each and every Big Rab Show, we like to kick off each episode with some listener mail. And this week, we did get some listener mail, actually. Uh, shout out, first of all, goes to Eric Evanhouse. Eric, you legend! Eric is an absolute legend. Now, why is he a legend? Well, number one, he composed the theme tune that you just listened to. <laughs> Yeah, Eric is the composer of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, and what an absolute legend he is for that. Thank you, Eric. I'm still, yeah, I still love that tune. It's incredible. Uh, but he's emailed us in to say, Hey, Rab, it's your pal, Eric Evanhouse, and I just wanted to drop you a quick thank you for all of your support for my band, Wasatch and District Pipe Band, their virtual concert last Saturday. You were our biggest cheerleader and brought a lot of people to our concert. Of course, man. I'm very happy to help. He says, uh, we are super grateful for all of your support to the Big Rab Show listeners. and Give give our concert a good listen. So if you manage to miss it, it is available online. You can go and watch it back on on their YouTube channel. Uh, He says, that's up there now for everyone's listening pleasure. There you are. And he says, and thanks again, Rab. Your support means a lot. No problem at all, Mr. Evan House. More than happy to help. Now, this brings me on to kind of the first news story, which we will talk about, of course. In fact, we'll just talk about it now. Wasatch and District was absolutely epic. Did anybody see the concert? Man, what a treat for the ears. Their grade two band was in action for a full online concert. And honestly, guys, it was honest. Just... I, I don't know quite what you call it, that feeling when you get, you know, the goosebumpy thing on your, on the back of your, like, your, your forearm, and you get the little hairs at the back of your neck kind of stand up and stuff, but see, once they struck that first introduction, that first E came in, and I was like, oh, oh, that's what I've been missing, that's what I've been missing, just that sound, that tone of a band playing Live and oh man, it was incredible. And also, shout out to the uh, the Highland dancers that were with them as well. That they were incredible as well. So really well done to everyone involved. Um, my own personal highlight from the concert, of course, had to be the Peabrook set. I'm I'm sorry, I don't know the proper title for it. I probably should have written this down. 
prepared as always. Uh, but honestly, the Peabrook set by Wasatch was simply brilliant, along with their medley performance as well. It was really sharp. So, yeah, great performance by Wasatch. I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, it kept me thoroughly entertained over the weekend there. So, yeah, more than happy, Eric, to share that out with everyone because if I enjoyed it, then that's normally a good rule of thumb that if I enjoy it, then normally everybody else will as well because everyone's all piping fans here on the show. So, yeah, do yourself a favour. If you haven't seen it yet, go and check it out. Wasatch and District Pipe Band, their concert in your house is what they called it. It was simply amazing. And if you can, you know, if you can afford it, definitely consider giving the band a quick donation because, honestly, putting this concert together through the middle of all this COVID madness wouldn't have been easy. And the band really do need our support, of course, you know, to say a massive thank you. And, of course, ourselves and the Rab Show did you know, we had to send them a donation. It was simply brilliant. So well done to Wasatch and to Eric and everyone there. And oh, shout out to Bethia as well. So Eric and Bethia actually were, uh, you know, compares on the evening, I suppose. You know, standing in front of the mic, introducing the tunes. So yeah, shout out to you guys. I know you were both incredibly nervous, but I think you've done a cracking job. So there, there you are. So go and check that out. Wasatch and District on their YouTube channel now. It is available to watch back. And yeah, I think I will be watching back at it again, definitely. Even if just to listen to that Peabrook set again. Ooh, that was a stomper. Speaking of Peabrook, that brings me on to my next listener meal. And that's from JD Ingranam. Hey JD, how's it going mate? <laughs> He's emailed us in and he says, For your information, that Peabrook from the SFU album that you've played on your radio show this past two weeks is called Andrew McNeil of Colonsay. Yeah, by William Barry. Now, for those of you familiar with that tune, it is just titled on the SFU album Live Down Under. It's just entitled Peabrook. And I've played it now this past two weeks on Fuse uh, due to popular demand. Everyone seems to love it. And I keep getting requests for it each week. Say, oh, Rob, play that SFU Peabrook again. So it's actually great now that I know the proper title of it, JD. So thank you, mate. Uh, apparently it was composed by William Barry. And apparently SFU also omit the singlings of every variation. But otherwise, it's a wonderful take, he says. So, <laughs> thank you, JD. And he's actually sent along a little uh, a little picture as well of the sheet music or the kind of the written out stuff from the Peabrook. It's honestly brilliant. I love that tune, actually. And for those of you who know that SFU album, Live Down Under, and that Peabrook, Andrew McNeil of Collins say, you're in for a treat. That's a cracker. We've been playing it on Fuse now this past couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably not play it now for a while because... This past week, just last night, actually on Fuse FM, we were 100% focused on Peabrook music. Now, I know that's not for everyone, and we did get a number of complaints from folks, specifically drummers, who were emailing in saying, Oh, Rab, I tuned in to Fuse to get some good tunes tonight, and all your plans, Peabrook, Lament for the Children, and all that. Come on, play something exciting. Well, we've been threatening to do a proper Peabrook show like that for months now. And we've been talking about, you know, Peabrook music, Cantrick music, Kilmore, and all of that. We've been talking about that whole solo piping scene. And we thought it was possibly the best time to bring that show to the air because this weekend is the Glenfinnick Championship, baby! That brings me on to the first news story. Well, another news story, I should say. Yes, Glenfinnick Championship is this weekend. And... Can I say how excited I am for this? 
It's simply madness. Now, Glymphatic Championship, if you do want to go and watch it, you can do. The entire thing will be semi-live-streamed live on the National Piping Centre's website. So go to thepipingcentre.co.uk where you can go and purchase your tickets now. Uh, so once you've purchased your ticket, which is 15 quid, they will send you the details of how to log in to the site on Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday whenever I'm recording this. So this is what, Saturday the 31st? Yeah. So they give you all the instructions on how to log in with your account and everything and how to watch the event. Now, I did say it's going to be live-streamed semi live now I, mm, I say semi live and that confuses people because what's actually happening here is that the event is taking place and then it's being filmed and recorded and then presented online so it's not going out live it's actually being filmed first and then broadcast live so in previous years we have been able to watch the live stream thanks to inner ear and we've been able to watch it free of charge. This year obviously because of COVID-19 and all the rest they can't open the doors to actual spectators so they're operating the pay-per-view system. So as a result of people paying 15 quid to watch the online stream they want to remove one of their common problems. Up there in Blair Castle has been notorious over this last number of years for having a terrible 3G or 4G signal for their internet. Sometimes we get buffering issues, we get sound issues, we get picture issues. So this is their way of working around that. They're going to film it on a bit of a time delay and actually release it as, you know, a fully edited, fully produced video so we can, whenever we go to tune in, it won't have any of that silly old stupid buffering that we get every year which basically has everyone throwing stuff at their telly so i can't wait to watch it it's gonna be absolutely incredible uh, for our competitors we know who they are already we have finley johnson callum beaumont jack lee roddy mcleod mbe angus mccall Stuart little ian spears willie mccallum connor singler and bruce gandy this event is honestly it's the world cup <laughs> Or the Olympics, or whatever way you want to look at it. It's, you know, it's the pinnacle of solo bagpiping. And each and every year, the sheer quality of musicianship is just outstanding. And I am so happy that they're able to run this event. Now, obviously, it's going to be run in line with all of the COVID-19 restrictions that are currently in place here in the UK. So social distancing and all of that kind of stuff. So all of the players will be kept separate. All of the judges will be kept separate and all the rest. So nobody will be in close proximity to each other. There'll be a lot of um, behind the scenes kind of moving of people around to different locations at certain times. If anything, there's a lot of different moving parts in this. And I do not take it likely that this event will be easy to run because if anything, it will be an absolute nightmare logistically to try and run this so i honestly would encourage you guys please go and lend your support to this incredible event the glymphatic pipe and championship it will see a dip in revenue i dare say because now they can't open the doors to pipe and fans to pack blair castle like they do every year so they're going to miss that revenue so those of us who have been watching this championship online we are really their only source of income so yes, whenever you see the price tag of 15 quid, you think to yourself, that's a bit steep. But honestly, that's not steep at all. Whenever you consider you're getting a full day worth of the top class bagpipers of the day strutting their stuff and doing what they can, you know, to melt our faces. 
I can't wait for it, man. I'm so excited. And if anything, this is one of the very few top piping events that we're going to have this year in 2020. So why wouldn't you be tuning in? Uh, man, I have planned my entire weekend around this weekend's Glymphitic. I just cannot wait. If anything, I was actually looking into getting a projector, a big screen and a whole cinema set up and everything so I could watch it in full Dolby surround sound. I, I, yeah, I got a bit geeky, I suppose. But nah, I think I'm just going to stick to my regular telly and a good set of headphones and I'll sit there all day up to my neck in Peabrook. I can't wait. So, like I said, for full instructions on how to get tickets and stuff, go now to thepipingcenter.co.uk. There's a big button right in the front page that talks all about the Glymphitic Championship. And uh, be prepared. This event is going to be epic, I dare say. Because uh, Bruce Gandy, actually, one of the entrants, I think we mentioned this last week, he's been uploading a little series to his YouTube channel called The Road to the Glymphitic Championship, uh, where Bruce has actually been in quarantine this past, uh, well, 14 days or so now, I suppose. Um, So, yeah, obviously entering the UK, you have to quarantine for a certain period of time before you can actually join the general populace and even at that here in the uk things are pretty restrictive at the moment a lot of places are closed you know there isn't the same freedoms as elsewhere in the world uh so bruce has been documenting his time preparing for the glymphatic championship you know talking about where he is where he's staying what he's doing with his time during lockdown his practice schedule what he's doing for maintenance and keeping everything moving and also his thoughts on all the different chanters he's brought, different reeds, bags. You know, he gets really into the detail. It's incredible, honestly. Whenever you listen to him talking about his practice schedule and stuff, and yeah, fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Because I'm sure it's not just Bruce who's going through this as well with his preparations. It's bound to be every other competitor that's hitting the stage, just doing something similar. So very, very interesting insight to what it takes to be at that top level. Uh, so yeah, I cannot wait to see the guys hit the stage. So enough talking about Glenn Fiddick, Rab. But honestly, uh, go and check out Bruce Gandhi's uh, YouTube channel. It's definitely worth watching, especially for you know competitive solo pipers. You get a huge insight into the preparation involved for such an event. It's yeah, very very interesting. There you go. All right, so there you go. That's pretty much it for listener mail. Thanks to JD and to Eric and that. But we did get a a load of other listener mail, but they were all weekly drones, (laughs) believe it or not. So that kind of brings me on to our weekly drone. Well, first of all, if you do want to send us in some regular Big Rab Show listener mail, then you can do. We definitely welcome it. Uh, So our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get your emails into us, guys. We'd love to hear from you. All right, speaking of Weekly Drone, now, last week we had, uh, I think we had five Weekly Drones all on the same topic. Now, again, I I do say go and listen to last week's show because that really did cause quite a stir in the piping world. Uh, We got quite a reaction and a lot of people uh, went to social media to talk about it. Um, So if you haven't listened to episode 197 yet, Go and have a listen now. It also includes quite an incredible interview uh, with Eric McNeil as well. So definitely worth listening to. So there you go. Shameless plug for last week's episode. But yeah, it gives you a bit of an idea of what our direction is with Weekly Drone. And I kind of wanted to give a little bit of an explanation. We did get some commentary from people saying, Weekly Drone is just a place for people to go and attack RSPBA. No, it isn't. If anything, what we do hope that Weekly Drone will be is 
an open microphone to say what you want freely. Now, that could be attacking RSPBA for something they've done wrong or you think can do better. But it is also an open mic forum for you guys to throw praise on something. And so far, we haven't had any praise about anything yet. (laughs) And this week is no exception. Um, Yeah, we'll get to that. But honestly, Weekly Drone is something that, you know, we're actually, you know, really proud of now. It seems to be getting quite a good reaction from you guys. And keep them coming. You know, we love hearing your Weekly Drone stories. Uh, The beauty of them is is that no names are attached. No bands are, are attached to it. So there's complete anonymity. There's no names involved. So, yeah, you can basically say whatever you want, and we will present it here on the show, warts and all. And, yeah, you guys can... What's our catchphrase? Where's it? Where's your catchphrase? Draw your own conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, draw your own conclusions. So, yeah, without further ado, I shall introduce this week's Weekly Drone. But first of all, I will direct you to our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Go and check it out. There's the buttons right up there on the front page. Weekly Drone. And you can submit your story or your complaint or your singing your praises of whoever you wish to speak about. Weekly Drone. Definitely uh, one for you to check out. But yes, without further ado, let's introduce this week's Weekly Drone. The Weekly Drone. You can't get it wrong. This is a message to all the service bands around the world, particularly in the colonies. Wearing the kilt and kit, and playing the pipes and drums, is much more than putting on a Halloween costume. The uniform and the music are steeped in tradition. First things first, we convince by our presence. Please make sure you look the part and your uniform fits. Nothing is more disturbing than seeing a piper or drummer whose uniform is two sizes too tight or their kilt is two inches too short. Buttons about to burst because you've had one too many beers before the event is a terrible sight and a danger to those around you. Consuming alcohol before and during an event is a drone for a different day. If you're going to wear spats, wear a horsehair sparn, not a leather hunting sparn. If you're going to wear a doublet, wear it properly, with the plaid and all the proper accoutrements. Side note, should you really wear a horsehair sparn and spats with a short sleeve shirt for a long sleeve shirt and tie? Hideous. Unless you're a member of North Korea and District Pipe Band, do you really need more than one kilt pin? There's all kind of ways to look smart and still look like a public safety professional. Find a balance and iron your shirt in the process. Mirrored sunglasses? Take them off. You look like a kilted lifeguard. Yellow flashes? Nothing wrong with yellow flashes as long as it matches your kit. Look smart and avoid the pipe band fashion police shaming you. A few more notes for you and your band. Avoid selfies and sharing group photos at funerals and cemeteries. These are very private moments for the family of a lost loved one. If you're going to march, practice. 
March in step. Should we even have to utter this statement, learn the music? The time to play a tune wrong is at practice, rehearsal or in a competition circle for a judge to critique you. You only have one shot at a funeral to get it right. There's no honouring a dead police officer, firefighter or member of the armed services as you fiddle and fumble through a tune. If you don't know the music, don't pick up the instrument that day. Make sure your instruments are always mission ready. The morning of a funeral is not a time to check if your bag has a leak in it, your drum reed is falling out or your drum head has just popped. Tradition is a hard-won thing which involves commitment and discipline to the music and the mission at hand. Take advantage of bands you see doing the right things for the right reasons. Use them as an example. Don't take shortcuts. The Weakling Drone Wow. <laughs> Weekly Drone, with a lot of very strong opinions there about service bands, their appearance, and um, sometimes, yeah, perhaps representing the instrument and the, trad- the tradition in not the correct way. We've spoke about that on the show before, and uh, yeah, caught a lot of flack. But I do think that our Weekly Droner actually hit a lot of nails on the head there um, with regards to preparation and actually treating the instrument with respect the music with respect and also just to have your general appearance look correct um so yeah well however i do know i played in some bands myself over the years competitive bands who have real pristine clean looking amazing looking uniforms uh, but yet their members can just look as if they were you know dragged through a hedge backwards so yeah i think some very interesting thoughts there from our weekly droner. Thank you very much. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm sure we will get some opinions from you guys. You can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com, and you can draw your own conclusions. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, honestly, I think some real solid points there, well made, I think. So, uh, yeah, but I'm sure you guys out there could possibly disagree. Hmm. Anyway, swiftly moving on... <laughs> Okay, well, just as I was recording this week's podcast, actually, there was a little bit of an announcement just dropped on social media. Uh, So just as I'm sitting here recording the podcast, I got a message uh, from Gary Smith. Now, you guys recognize the name, of course, Gary Smith. And um, he's the organizer of the Kids with Cancer Charity Night. Well, this past while, I managed to get chatting to Gary about the next up-and-coming concert. Yes, you heard me. Concert for 2021 to raise money for the Kids Cancer Centre in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. So, let's hear all about it. Without further ado, let's welcome Gary to the podcast. So, welcome to the show, Mr. Gary Smith. Now, Gary, we have you on the show for a very good reason. You're going to announce something really quite special. Do you want to tell us a bit about this? Yes, um... Obviously, with the seasons that never was this year and the uncertainty going forward for, for the 2021 year, um, the Kids for Cancer concert was very, very lucky this year that we were actually fit to get. We were the only, we were the only pay band event in the UK, really. Pretty much all season, yeah. We were. We were so, like, <laughs> there's no doubt it was that a couple of weeks like, that this whole virus thing had really started to settle in. Yeah. Um, so, I had to think of the 2021. Do we do like the best off 
those last three years, you know, put a show together like that, just or clips of this and clips of that. But mm, yeah. then again, I kind of felt that it was no, wasn't fair on maybe some of the people who has whose clips won't be played because everybody's played a big part in the concert this last three years. Yeah. So with that in mind, then we decided here. Well, look, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll try and do an online, um, an online concert, which mm-hmm. anybody who knows me will know that that's basically going to be problems because I'm that's... not overly great with technology. <laughs> so, guy, I think the whole thing is is that you guys are going to have an online show, basically, for to raise money for the cancer center. Right? Yes, that's that's the plan. That's the plan to do uh, to do the concert basically online. Um, anybody who knows me, obviously, that's going to throw many many spanners in the works for myself because technology is not my strong point. <laughs> but thankfully, good old uh, Andrew Shilladay has stepped in, and he's more than happy to to put some more or less to put it together. So, but, but at the end of the day, this is this is going to be a big big massive thanks to Andrew. For, for putting it together because you know, he's he's a guy who's already told me what to be doing and what to be asking for for the videos and things like that there. So there you go. Yeah. And, and, and more or less, my, my eyes is to try and keep the, the concert running and give people something to look forward to, which I believe everybody usually does look forward to come to Kirkstown for a night out. Totally, yeah. So it's to try and keep it going and then hopefully 2022 we'll get back into the Royal Hotel Kirkstown again because the shows were, were more or less putting the finishing touches to it already. Are you really planning for that, that far ahead, yeah? I well, it's going to be a wee bit special, hopefully. Um, so, yeah. But obviously this one here, is, we'll, we'll try to get this and sort it out here now within the next few months. That's it. So 2021, that's the focus for now. I have to say, Andrew, yes. obviously, he puts the videos together for our Rab Show YouTube channel. He does a cracking job. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this. So, Gary, I can't be excited yet because I don't know who the lineup is. Do you want to tell us, uh, first of all, about the bagpipers? Do we have any pipers yes, involved? The pipers, the pipers that we have uh, are all certainly well-known names. Um, straight away, you have the, the guy who performed in Kirkstown in February. We have Pipe Major Stuart Little. Oh, Stuart Little's coming back. Stuart's for sending in a couple of uh, recordings. Oh, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> then the whole way from Austria, we have Robert Watt, or should I say the whole way from Bahara. Hi, Mara. <laughs> wow, Robert, what? Happy days. Robert's happy enough again to to use recordings or send recordings in. So um, we have Ryan Couples back again Ooh. for us, and Ashley McMichael, who has who played, I think the first the first concert. He did, yeah. Oh, brilliant! So both those guys are happy to do either, to do live recordings. Which, oh, so, oh, so they're not going to be like pre-record. These guys are going to appear live on the show. They're going to, they're going to appear live, which is something which again, Andrew, I, I know he'll he'll show that of course. <laughs> this, yeah. this will this will come across. No doubt, this will come across as um, I don't know what I'm doing, and Andrew will fix it. No, <laughs> he's the man. That, he just knows. To put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have from Pittsburgh, we have, um, or Philadelphia, we have Andrew Carlyle. Oh, uh, Andrew actually came across and played, oh, could be 10, 15 years ago at a charity event in the Royal, along with uh, Stuart and Alan Tully. 
yes, I remember that. Like, that. That was a good few years ago now. That yeah. was a good few years ago. Um, the, the band, I don't think after a level of or half a level, I don't think the band actually got playing again the rest of the night. From <laughs> um, what, what I remember, because it was so, such a long time ago, the three boys got up on the stage at the Royal and piped and piped and drank and piped and drank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Um, and then the last last one we have is from Australia is Lincoln Hilton. Wow, also Lincoln's yeah. involved as well. Oh Lincoln, my word! Lincoln has has agreed yet to be involved in it as well. That's fantastic. Now, Gary, be fair to say that this is quite an international uh, crowd that's coming in. Say Austria from the United States and now from Australia, all over the well, place. It is because, to be perfectly honest. You can't afford to, to fly these people in to come to, come to Kirkstown to play for 10 minutes. Ah, uh, true. You know, yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> so just, you know, as much as I would love to, to get as many guys like that there in to, to raise you know, the concert even further and just for different names and different people. But like you can't, you can't bring people, you know, if they're going to come across you know, to do a show on their own or maybe a few shows, mm. but to do a 10 minute segment to, to come in, you know, from here or there, it's. Yeah. that's that's unless, unless, you, unless you put the price of the tickets up, it will stay high, and then people people won't pay it. That's you know, it. so this, this is my chance this year to try and broaden it a wee bit more international, as you say. Superb. No, so that's the bagpipers, but you have to represent us drummers as well, Gary. So come on, yes. help me out. Who have we got? As was Pollock was always calls the drummers the musicians. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe not. Yeah. Um, they have. The really world champion Stephen McWhorter. Excellent. Happy days. Um, the previous world champion Gordon Brown is happy. Happy days. Gordon's involved. Yeah. Then from Australia, we have Stephen Shedden. Oh, Stephen Shedden with his huge yeah. muscles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, whenever you see the, 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 some of the videos he puts up, like they're really, really entertaining, you know. So oh, brilliant. Again, yeah. That was just a matter of, of an email, and within well a time difference, like within a short space of time, um, it was no no problem. I was delighted and honoured to do it. Oh, so superb, yeah. Um, then you come back closer to home again. You have Wally Glenn Holmes, legend, great. Again, it's just a matter of just a phone call there, and <laughs> this guy Gareth McLeese. Actually, it was no such thing as just tell me where I have to be here. Any any year, don't you don't even have to ask. Wow, so, there you go, Gareth, brilliant. Gareth's happy. Gareth is actually, he's been happy enough as well to do um, a live recording if need be as well. So, wow, so he'd be appearing live as well. That's brilliant. Excellent. So then we have uh, Wee Jamie. Wee Jamie Coffee again has, has agreed to do uh, a couple of videos for us. Excellent. And the only, then the last air drummer we have from Scotland again is John Kerr McQuillan. Oh, uh, care as well. Happy days. Care, care is more than delighted to to do something for us together. He has put up a good few bits of OT, like in Hilton's. Yeah. So, like, they're really entertaining. So, as like everyone yeah. else, I've just asked everybody because you know, just just make it entertaining. I don't care what you do. It's like no, it's like everyone, every other year, what they do on stage doesn't make any difference to me. Just get them on the stage, make it entertaining for the crowd, and. That's, that's all I can ask that's for. It. It's all about raising money for the Children's Cancer Unit in Belfast. And if anything, Gary, from throughout the years, this event actually has raised quite a sum of money for the Cancer Centre. Do you have any idea how much it's raised so far? £31,520. 
<laughs> oh my word! <laughs> and three, three years. That's amazing. Is, I remember. Um, I think I spoke to you after the first show before yeah. I, I went for the Budweiser. <laughs> and uh, you were saying to me that had I any kind of, any kind of numbers in, in mind, you know what we're hoping to raise privately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had hoped that we could get about five thousand pounds. Um, but I never stood to anybody apart from Alexis because I just thought people could laugh at you if you're sitting there with about two or three thousand pounds, you know. <laughs> but um, so say thirty one thousand five hundred twenty pounds in sixty three years, That's and incredible. really, you know, it's, it's it's a PayPal family throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 all their help and all all everybody who attends. That's all your help, you know. Um, uh, fantastic stuff, so, yeah. And uh, hopefully this event will raise a ton of money, and that's the whole point. We're raising money for quite an incredible charity. Uh, so, but I've ne- I know you've mentioned pipers and snare drummers, but we have to represent the, the midsections too. Have you got anything for tenors yes, and bass Jordan, Jordan Bailey, again, is, uh, has stepped up and said he would try and put something together over in Glasgow. Um, so we have asked, we have asked a few other tenor drummers, uh, well-known tenor drummers, who at this stage hasn't come back to confirm. Right. Um, right. So there could be added on, maybe one or two more, maybe coming into that there. But as it stands at the moment, Jordan's the only one who has come back to confirm. Um, so Witten so. and three more uh, who are, are well, yeah. well known, well known, put it like that. So hopefully, if they were to come back, it will certainly, certainly help. But if Excellent. we don't, we'll, uh, she, will, she will still go on. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, Gary, can you tell us then, when is this all happening? It's normally around the start of the year, isn't it? So is that what we're looking Aye. at? Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep it around the same. It's obviously going to be February, um, as, mm. as per usual, Rob. It's the 20th of February. Right, there um, you are. Trying to keep it around the same time every year, if, if possible, to... To at least people remember, oh, that concert's coming up, you know, in February or this or that. Yeah, that's it indeed. So get that in your calendars, then, folks. If you're listening or if you're watching, twentieth of February, I've it written down here. Get that in your calendar. Uh, so, Gary, folks are going to be able to tune in and watch this online, so you don't have to go to Cookstown to see this now. No, you don't. Uh, but just see this before before we leave. There's still one or two more artists here yet. If you oh, have you? Oh, you're not oh, done. I, oh, not finished yet. So, that oh. air before they said an hour and a half. I, we usually put on four or five hour programs. That's true. Yeah, well, go, go ahead. Who else have we got? We there about four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, bands, we have a few bands this year as well, which right. obviously have, have seen the, the way St. Lawrence and St. Joseph's and different bands, Holly Lang and the different bands had yeah. uh, did the things throughout the, throughout the season with the wee boxers and all, and all oh, of them. Yeah. So yeah. Joseph's, the Grade Three A World Champions, um, Tommy Farley and, and the gang are, are happy enough to do something for us. Excellent! So, there you go. We get a band performance from them. Brilliant! Yes, we will. We also get a band performance from our, our new Northern Ireland Grade One band, Klaus Kelt. Oh, the mighty Klaus Kelt! We haven't yes. seen them in ages, so that'd well, be brilliant. Speaking to Davey, he's he's happy enough to uh, let's just say get that organised and, and sorted out. Happy days. So, he's, he's happy enough. That'd be great. Um, and then your 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 lovely mug will probably be on the on the screen as well because Tolly Leggett have have agreed. Ooh. Yeah, I think I might have heard about that and uh, have a bunch of tunes to learn. So yeah, I'm gonna get on that actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so actually, I'm a practice child here. I should actually start working and put, start learning these. Oh, you should, you're, going, you're going to give us a wee, a wee picture, are you? Uh, no, definitely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's brilliant, though, yeah. Matt Boyd, Matt Boyd Memorial, uh, Al Ferguson, he has agreed to, to get some of the, the younger papers. Ah, oh, brilliant, yeah. Uh, married together and, and do something for us as well. Excellent stuff. Then yeah. we have Rivara as the world grade two world champion drug corps, they are happy enough to to put something together for us as well. Ah, oh, superb. So um that leaves us then with with two more. We have one here, the big one from Australia. We have the Western Australia Police. Oh, the mighty Wapol. Ah yes. brilliant. Alistair McLaren though whatever he was contacted obviously went to the, the, the manager of the band and we're actually lucky because they are starting to put together a few new concert ma- ma- repertoire material. Yes, yes. So they're more than, more than delighted to, to help out with the cause. So it shows that obviously whatever goes to Lake of Australia, um, this is a world, no, this is maybe sounds silly, but to me it is a worldwide concert which everybody can, everybody's with pipe bands nearly knows about it. Yeah, so indeed. Whatever you, you have bands from Australia who are quite you know, happy to, to help us out, that's uh, that's great, you know. So it's fantastic, guy. Yeah. The last, the last ones we have then, Rab, is a County Armagh drum majors class. Ah, oh, brilliant! So from oh, Andrea and McKeown Gibson. Yes, yeah. yes. I spoke to Andrea then uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they're actually happy enough to to put something together, and to the best of my knowledge, they're going to use this as a wee dedication for Rachel. Larry, uh, yes. who unfortunately passed away a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So oh, that, that'd be excellent. Yeah, brilliant. Yes, that as it stands, there there has been other other um, people have been asked, but as a, again as yet, I haven't heard any words. But we have almost all the world champions, uh, current world champions from Northern Ireland and the Republic, um, who have committed. So that's, that's where we're that's where we're at with that. So that should take us. That should take us two and a half, three hours at least. Oh, definitely. And if anything, I thought it was just solo musicians. That's brilliant to hear their bands are getting involved as well. Well, we all we all miss we all miss listening to the bands. I you know, do, yeah. regardless of you know, should you be in four B, should you be in grade one? Look, so same principles. We're, we're, we all love the music. We all love playing in bands. Indeed. So yeah. what we really what we really want to do is just try and give somebody. A, Give, give the, the pipe band public something to look forward to, like we do every year. Yeah, yeah. And you can still sit in your house and have your beer and your your wine and, and join the show. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's one of these unfortunate things which we're all in it together, as, as they all say, but we really yeah. have to try and just get just get through it as best we can and get out onto that grass as, as quickly as possible and as safely as possible. Exactly, Gary. Couldn't agree more. So, like, I, it brings me back to my previous question there. This is all online, so you can tune yes. in at home and watch all of this. So, again, that date, 20th of February. Uh, yes. We don't have any details about tickets to that yet, do we? Or how to, you know, be able to watch this? Well, again, because it's, that's a technical thing, um, all I could do is say to Andrew, how am I going to work this? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to, it's obviously it's going to be pay per view. Right. This this is the only the only way we have a bit of money this year off it because there's going to be no raffles. 
there's going to be no auction. No uh, auction. All, all, yeah, all, yeah. All those people and companies and, and individuals who send every year, and like every single year, like they're loyal to their, their you know, to the show. So I thought we'd give them a year off. Um, to a certain extent, and just think to yourself, if we just run, keep, run the concert to keep it going and bring in a few pounds, but it's going to be this is this is going to be the only way that we're going to raise the money um, is yeah. the pay per view. Um, because of that, it's we're just going to keep it at the twenty pound, um, yeah. twenty pound per whatever way this, this whole thing works. You, you pay twenty pound to see it, and hopefully, hopefully. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. We don't have people sitting in houses with about 10 or 15 people and hurt their pain. One twenty pound does for 10 people. Uh, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'd, well, it could happen. It could happen. I can't. I have no control no. over that. Here, but I'm just, I'm just appealing to the, to the nicer side of everybody. Look, as for the children, just because COVID's here doesn't mean to say cancer's away. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the children still need our help. Mm-hmm. And. That's 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 the only way we can only way we can really run it this year is by by doing this, Rob. You know, so uh, Gary, I think it's fantastic. And honestly, with COVID nineteen, the pandemic, it's taken such an effort even to get to this stage, Guy. So I have to take my hat off to you if I was wearing one. Uh, well done, man. <laughs> you know, I think it's an incredible idea. And as you say, you know, cancer hasn't disappeared. It's still one of those horrible diseases that really affects everyone. And well, that's that's it. You know, obviously yeah. you hear. You hear the news and you hear the way the whole world is, is going um, and you just think to yourself, well, look, to me, yes, it'll take a bit of work to put this here together. Nothing, absolutely nothing compared to any other year. Mm. There's no, no doubt it'll probably take, it will take a bit of work for Andrew, but like he's, he's, he's brilliant at what he does and he's great to work with, as, as you well know. Oh, 100%, yeah. You know, so once I get the videos in, as I say, we'll, we'll start it to we'll get... We've already got some of them in there. Um, just a matter of sending them to Andrew. Um, and he'll put the puzzle together. Yeah. That's that's it. And I'll just sit and basically talk. Or I, I don't know what I'm doing, really. I, I, <laughs> he, he, this whole concert, mate, as, as I said last year, you know, and every year, you have one person in charge of it, but it doesn't, doesn't that one person doesn't run it. Oh, you know, he's, he's, he or she's really the person in charge. So, like Andrew, Andrew the creator is the fellow who's who's going to be running this concert. There you go. And he's <laughs> he's an absolute legend, and trust me, he knows how to do it. So, oh, I know that. It's, I it's know in, that. It's in good hands, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. So, Gary, just to remind folks again, this is happening twentieth of February. You just heard the lineup, folks. That's yes. amazing. And honestly, I'd put my hand up. See, for 20 quid, that's cheap at twice the price for that lineup, to be honest. I think, I think it is. But again, you know what? You know, money, uh, money could be tighter this year because of uh, people not being at work and, and different things, you know. And that's and, it. And, and, all, and all, the, all the hassles that we have um, going on, I just think, so, yeah, I, I'm like you. I think so. 20 pound, as I said last year, you know, or for this, this concert past year, like if you were to go on uh, Words Week, yeah, to, to watch mm-hmm. this lineup or any of those lineups, you'd be paying a lot more than twenty pounds. Oh, easily, easily, Gary. Yeah, and all, all of this is all going to charity as well. So you know, help yeah. help yeah. raise money for a fantastic cause. So, Gary, can you keep us informed then, mate? Whenever people can go and buy tickets for this and go and you know get the link and how to watch it and all, make sure to keep us yeah. informed, you know, and we'll let our listeners know. I certainly will. Um, it's, as I say, I get a chat to Andrew and, and see how we do it or. or what what happens um certainly will just want to let people know that basically 
it's going to happen again in February, um, mm-hmm. say the 20th of February. It'll probably start maybe in around 7 o'clock. There's no need to be starting at 6 o'clock now because obviously we don't have the auction and the raffle and things like that there. So that's it, probably yeah. About 7 and I'm kind of hoping to be read up for half 10 or 11. You have to have the after party as well, you know, in the sidebar. Like that's always the best crack. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. What, I don't know. What we're going to be. We just have a party in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on your own social distance and on your own, just two people. Of course, you know, that's we it. don't want everybody. What obviously to try and make as much money as possible, you know. So anybody, yeah. say anybody, whoever you are, should you be in Northern Ireland, Republic, UK, Scotland, all around the world. That's it. Tune in, um, click the link, whatever it's sorted out, pay your £20 and enjoy the show. Have your, in the house, have your beer and your wine and enjoy the show. That's a bit. Well, Gary, that sounds fantastic, man. And uh, yeah, I hope you all take care and I can't wait to hear further updates from you as you know, more details come through. Excellent. Thanks very much for talking to us, Gary. Cheers. No problem. All right, then. Ah, there you have it. Thank you so much to Gary. This event sounds absolutely incredible. So get that date in your diary, folks, the 20th of February. Now, as far as how to get the link for this and how to watch it live and all the rest, uh, that hasn't been released yet, but we've just heard about the lineup. Oh, my God, is all I'm going to say. And I can't wait for this. This event, obviously, is a highlight in the piping calendar here, specifically in Northern Ireland, but in the UK in general. But seeing how it draws such a huge international audience for this one, ah, man, I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. So, yeah, as more information about this uh, event unfolds, don't worry, ourselves in the Big Rab Show will keep you posted as to where you can download all this and or watch it and do all that stuff. It's, yeah, all sorts of shenanigans. I can't wait for this. It's going to be brilliant. So, shout out to Gary. And to the organising team, of course, which I am now a part of, of course. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) I can't wait for this. It's going to be very exciting. There you go. All right. Swiftly moving on to our news. Let's get on to some like piping news. That was a huge announcement for this week, but we've got more. I have to give a shout this week to Cameron Barnes. Yes, good friend of the show and, of course, Red Hot Chili Piper. Cameron is offering bagpipe lessons. Yeah, apparently limited spaces are available and he's offering special one-to-one tuition regardless of your level. You could be a total beginner or an advanced player. Cammy, as we know him, Cammy Barnes is offering online bagpipe lessons. So if you ever wanted to learn how to play pipes from one of the Red Hot Chilies, now's your chance. All you have to do is contact Cameron on social media. You can drop him a personal message or that. Uh, He's available on... I think he's on Twitter. I know he's on Facebook for sure. I think he's on Snapchat and all these different places. You can reach Cameron everywhere. And uh, yeah, just have a search for him. Cameron Barnes. And now is your opportunity to learn bagpiping from a Red Hot Chili Piper. Awesome stuff. Okay, another announcement that bounced this past week was um, the Dunedin Celtic Festival is happening. Which really caught a lot of people by surprise. So yeah, shout out to the Dunedin Celtic Festival folks for getting the gates opened. This will be happening on November the 21st. Uh, It starts at 9am and finishes at 5pm. And will be in Highlander Park in Dunedin itself. There you are. So apparently there will be, well they're calling it a music and craft beer festival. Hmm. 
There you go. So you'll have beer, wine, food, live music. You'll have Celtic merch. Uh, you'll have seating. And they do ask that all attendees wear masks. And there will be on-site sanitation and all the rest. You know, sanitizers for washing your hands. All that sort of business. Uh, so for more information, go and check out the Dunedin Highland Games and Festival page on social media. They have all details up there. Uh, we haven't had any details yet about the live music, about whether any pipe bands will be involved. But... We hope that will be the case, and yeah, well, if we hear any more information on that, we will let you know. But that, there you go, you can get that in your calendar if you're anywhere in the Dunedin area. That's in the 21st of November 2020, that's going to be well worth checking out. There you are. Okay, you guys might be aware of bagpiper and composer extraordinaire, Mr. Mark Saul. Mark Saul has released... Uh, something really quite special. Now, due to popular demand, a lot of people have been asking him about his six-part jig called the Stonecutter's Phoenix. Now, this is quite an epic tune, and if anything, it's quite exciting to see Mark is releasing new music. Well, he's actually put out the manuscript for this six-part jig, and it's available now on his social media. Of course, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we have shared it out on our Facebook page, so if you do want to go and check that out, Go and have a look at it. Uh, the, the full thing's been released there totally for free. So if you do fancy learning a six-part jig, whew, that's quite a tune. And it's called The Stonecutter's Phoenix, brand new music by Mark Saul. That's definitely going to be worth checking out, especially for Mark Saul fans as well. Yeah, there you go. All right, I have to give a shout this week as well to Davy Hunter. Yeah, Davey, we've mentioned Davey on the show quite a number of times. Davey is in the process of releasing his brand new book called Now... It's my turn, which is just simply brilliant. And he's actually going to be launching it live online via Facebook. He'll be doing a bit of an online book launch. Now, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we're involved as well. Uh, But there will be a load of musicians playing tunes from the book as composed by Davey. So... If you are interested, you can actually go and pre-order copies of it. Um, I think, actually right now, he said he's going to be dispatching pre-ordered copies of the book now, ahead of release. So, that's all sorts of exciting. Uh, So, yeah, you can go and check it out now. DavidAHunter.co.uk is where you can go and order copies of it. You can go and pre-order it. But the actual live launch event is going to be happening on the 7th of November. So, that's going to be well worth checking out. And you can tune in online and catch some blistering piping and some amazing trad music. I'm really looking forward to this. So, um, yeah, Davy Hunter and his new book, Now It's My Turn. That's all sorts of great new music's being released at the moment. I'm so excited. So there you go. That's two great new tunes, new music collections, and all the rest that you're going to need to check out. But another one, just to draw your attention to more new music, shout-out goes to Sean Maloney, of course, Big Rab Show Award nominee for his book, uh, Late Night Collection. But he's now released another new tune, a 2-4 March, actually, entitled After the Legend, Pipe Major David Chesney. Yeah, so it's called Pipe Major David Chesney. It's 2-4 March, and Sean has released a manuscript of that as well on his social media. And he's also uploaded a video of him actually performing the tune as well. And it's a cracker. I really love it. You know, and if anything, I think it would sound great with a band playing it. Hmm, I'll just throw that idea out there. Uh, but yeah, for those looking for new music, they're, they're, you guys are spoiled for choice at the moment. You know, you have Davey Hunter's new book, you've got Sean's new tune, and also new music from Mark Saul. A load of stuff has been released this past week for the new music stuff. Definitely going to be worth checking out all of those. There you are. You've been told. You've been told. All right. I have to give a mention this week to the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust YouTube channel. Yes. Now, they actually... 
I, I don't quite know how to sell this to you other than it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Breach Campbell uh, was on their YouTube channel not too long ago performing a version of the Pit Lockery High School tune by Gordon Duncan and then a version of the tune called The Weasel who was com- that was composed by Breach Campbell herself. Go and have a listen to this. Breach is obviously playing on a set of small pipes. It's insane. All right, that's all I'm going to say. You really will love this. Trust me. Go and check it out. It's on the Gordon Duncan Memorial YouTube channel right now. It's a real cracking tune. And Breach, as you guys know, is an incredible player anyway. And I always love it whenever she plays Gordon Duncan tunes because whatever way she treats them, she adds a certain swing to them. Really, really hypnotic, and it's just brilliant. So go and have a listen to Breach Campbell on the Duncan Gordon Duncan Memorial uh, YouTube channel. It's, you, you will not regret it. It's an absolute corker, definitely. Now, I also have to give a mention this week and a huge shout-out to the Hong Kong Oriental Pipe Band. Yes. Now, why am I giving these guys a shout? Well, as you can imagine, the Hong Kong Oriental Pipe Band have been at the epicenter of the pandemic for best part of a year, I suppose. Uh, well, after a long, long suspended practice period, the band have now finally managed to gather up again and drummers... I've actually uploaded a bit of a, a little video clip to their social media. They've been working hard on an MSR set, especially on their unison and all the rest, uh, because they haven't been able to practice together in the longest time. But yeah, they uploaded a little video of them playing Lord Alexander Kennedy, which honestly sounds brilliant. So guys, it doesn't sound as if you've been in lockdown for months. It sounds like you've been practicing away like normal. So absolutely fantastic. And we, we've shared it out there on the Rab Show Facebook page, as always. But yeah, shout out to Hong Kong Oriental Pipe Band. It sounds brilliant, actually, their treatment of Lord Alexander Kennedy. Shout out to the drummers. You're doing real well, guys. Good stuff. Okay, I have to mention to anyone else out there who may be interested, aged under 18, quite an interesting opportunity is available at the moment. The Scottish Piper Association are holding their annual juvenile competition and it's going to be online for the first time ever. And it's going to be, rec- you know, recorded online video and all the rest. And it'll be judged like many of the other uh, competitions that we've seen so far. Like Shots and Cooper Angus and, uh, you know, all those other different competitions that have been running online. So apparently this the, the Scottish Pipers Association are going to be celebrating their 100th anniversary. And their juvenile competition is possibly one of their most prestigious ones. And this one is really quite interesting because the doors are open for everyone who wants to take part. So, reading the statement, it says, We are delighted to once again have our annual juvenile competition, albeit in a new online format, said the SPBA president, Logan Tannock. There you are. So, this event allows for the current COVID-19 regulations in Scotland. So, any young piper can enter, provided they have never competed in open or professional events. So that is a precursor. So if you have never competed in an open or a professional, then the door's open to you. So there you are. If you are interested, go and check out more information, of course, for the Scottish Pipers Association. Uh, you have to have a membership with the SPA as well to be able to take part. And that ranges from about five quid for youngers for, or younger uh than 16, I just about read my own script. Five quid for kids younger than 16 and £7.50 for everyone else for... Uh, your membership. So honestly, that's nothing really when you consider it. Deadline for all of your entries and that is November the 25th and all your videos have to be submitted by the 28th. So 
yeah, if you are considering entering, you do have a bit of time uh, to think about it. But, yeah, go and check out, for more information, the Scottish Piper Association and all about their juvenile competition, which is going to be coming up. Uh, so, for yeah, for anyone aged 18 or under, if you want to take part in that, go and check it out. It's going to be an interesting opportunity to take part in an SPA event. There you are. All right, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm going to drop this little chestnut in there, and then you guys can draw your own conclusions. Yeah. What am I drawing my conclusions about? The Big Rab Show Awards 2020 Pandemic Edition. Yes, voting is still ongoing, but it is closing very soon. As I'm recording this week's podcast, it's the 28th of October, and voting closes on the 30th. So there's only a couple of days of voting left. And can I just say, I have looked at the results before recording here this evening, and uh, th- there was one category that uh, it, it's neck and neck. The difference between first place and second place, there isn't one. Um, there isn't a difference at all. In fact, the yeah, there's nothing splitting first and second place. So we may have some categories with two winners rather than one. So when I say go and place your votes, um, it really does mean the world. One vote can decide the difference between first place and second place, especially in this category I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you which category it is, uh, but (laughs) one vote can mean the difference between winning and losing. So that's all I'm going to say. Go along to our website, thebigrabshow.com, and if you haven't placed your votes already for the Big Rab Show Awards, please do go now, place your votes. It is vitally important. And we do know, actually, there's been people out there who have been running... Uh, campaigns and stuff, asking folks to go and vote for them. I think uh, Matt Willis, uh, the YouTuber, actually has been asking people actively to go and vote for him. He he really wants to win. I think, what's the category he's in for? Uh, uh, There it is. Yeah, best social media. Um, Also, I do know, I think Andy Fusco has been asking folks uh, on the Chandaran podcast to go and vote for him for best beard and stuff so yeah i do know that there's bands and there's books and there's all sorts of people and things to vote for products and all yeah a lot of stuff out there really needs your support so guys if you haven't placed your vote yet go now thebigrabshow.com is where you go and do it the link is up there on the front page go and place your votes for the big rab show awards 2020 because next week's podcast we'll be announcing our winners Woo! yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> I did say I was going to drop that in there and then swiftly move on. Now, also, I have to give a mention to Aaron McElwain, of course, member of the Big Rab Show team, and that he's an absolute legend because on Aaron's YouTube channel, um, I discovered this this last while, he has the entire grand finale march past and the full results from the BBC uh, live stream footage from the World Championships in 2019. It's absolutely brilliant to be able to watch this back again. So, yeah, you're able to watch the entire March past, every band coming in, including the centre bands too, I think, uh, as well as the prize announcements. And, you know, you're able to watch back at the whole thing, see people going up, getting their photographs taken. And, of course, you get to see the now famous interview with Stuart Little when he goes and lifts that world title in 2019. It's honestly very very happy memories and if anything we've shared it out there on the rab show facebook page just to remind folks you know we put it out there especially now at a time when folks are feeling so disjointed and 
scattered to the wind, I suppose, because we haven't had a season. It's great to remind people, you know, why we love this. And watching back at that video, honestly, it's hard not to watch it and not have a little lump in your throat thinking, oh, you know, God, I missed this. And if anything, shout out to Wasatch again, who just further reminded me just how much I miss hearing a live pipe band, you know. <laughs> so having that, plus looking at the nostalgia on YouTube this last while, there's been a lot of old footage from back in the day. Um, way back in the 80s and 90s and stuff, even during my heyday and my grade 2, grade 1 days, that's all up there on YouTube and it's great to be able to look back at all of that. And sometimes you can cringe at the hairdos and other times you just look back and think, what was what was I thinking? Uh, but, <laughs> Uh, some of it is absolute gold. So, yeah, you got, if you were to go and check that out, go and have a look at Aaron's uh, YouTube channel. That video is up there now, and it's about three hours long or something, but honestly, it's just brilliant to be able to look back on. Fantastic stuff. All right, speaking of videos and that that drew our attention this past week, well, I have to give a shout this week to Alison Kate. Alison has been playing her Blair digital channel along with her dad on accordion and on her own personal Facebook page and has been uploading tunes every now and again when the notion ticks her. And um, honestly, guys, I've never heard music treated like this. It's like a mixture of Scottish country dance along with playing regular competitive pipe tunes it's simply brilliant you know tunes like athol highlanders and other like two four marches four fours and stuff it's really fascinating and it's yeah some really really entertaining stuff uh seeing alison and her dad playing away through these sets at, yeah just i don't know it gave me a bit of a lift this week so we have shared a number of them of course on our the rab show social media uh, for you guys to enjoy honestly go and check them out they're really really entertaining so great great stuff so thank you alison for that Speaking of new music as well, I have to give a mention to the Royal Conservatoire over there in Glasgow. Yes, those guys, of course, have opened their doors again and are now educating away and having their students work through their degree program. Well, they've actually uploaded a video to their YouTube channel, which features all of their traditional music students, including some amazing bagpipers. Of course. So go and check that out. The Royal Conservatoire has a YouTube channel. A lot of people are surprised by this. But, you know, they upload a lot of stuff up there, a lot, including all of their classical music stuff. And, yeah, their traditional music class as well. There's a wealth of material up there. So go and check it out. The Royal Conservatoire of Scotland has a traditional music department and they have been uploading videos of some blistering performances by some of their student musicians. And honestly, if you want to see where the future of piping is in Scotland, go and have a look at some of that. Ooh, baby. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. So there you go. All right. I have to wish a very happy birthday, a very special happy 70th birthday this week to Alan Warnock. Happy birthday! Woo! Happy birthday, Alan. Now, the reason why I'm giving you a shout this week is because Tully Lagan Pipe Band, Alan's band, of course, that he plays for, um, yeah, done something quite special for him on social media. The whole band got together and played Happy Birthday, which was brilliant. Uh, myself included, mind you. I saw I was there as well, tooting away on my practice chander. Uh, but yeah, the band put together a bit of a happy birthday video for Alan Warnock, who's now a happy 70-year-old man and still piping away strong as ever. Uh, so, fantastic stuff by the guys at Tully Lagan. It's a very warm and heartfelt video, and it was just brilliant to see. So it was great to see all the pipers all together playing a tune 
As simple as it was, happy birthday. But yeah, it was great. You know, so there you go. Shout out to Tully Lagan and also a very happy birthday to Alan Warnock. Hope you had the best time. Alright, speaking of online entertainment and tunes and music and stuff, a shout out has to go to G1 Reads. They've actually been churning out a number of videos this last week on their social media. I don't know if you managed to catch them. Uh, they featured Gregor Grierson, who's only 14 and he plays with Dumfries Pipe Band. Well, he was there playing all sorts of incredible tunes. Uh, of course, on the G1 Black, Blackwood Gold and Platinum Reed combo. So you get a bit of a, an indication of what that sounds like. Simply brilliant. Uh, where he actually plays a slow air, a hornpipe and a jig and everything. That's just incredible. So well done to Gregor and to G1 as well for uploading that. It was absolutely brilliant. But also, G1 were also... Um, Featuring like a little bit of uh, just playing around with the Blair Digital Chanter. Jock Elliott himself, uh, you know, just, just sitting in his house playing along with the Chanter and thought to himself, you know, I'll have a go at just filming a wee video here and showing people how this works. Now, the Blair Digital Chanter has been quite a popular product this year. I feel it's possibly been one of the best-selling products, I dare say, for 2020. And for good reason. Obviously, with global pandemic and everything, you don't have to physically blow into a Blair Chanter. So, you know, you're not putting others at risk, uh, possibly by playing a wind instrument. You're just playing an electronic instrument, but has, you know, bona fide holes in it and stuff. There's not, you know, the little metal sensors and that. It's an incredible bit of kit. And yeah, you can go and check out g1reads.com for Jock Elliott's video where he walks you through the setup and everything and just plays a few tunes, lets you hear what it sounds like and all the rest. Um, just basically the versatility of the whole instrument is very, very fascinating. So there, go and shout out to g1reads.com in case they haven't had a, enough of a shout out in this week's show. <laughs> but yeah, definitely go and check that out. All right. Now, the Pipe Band Association of Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, they have been, um, yeah, their YouTube channel has been really quite active. And a lot of people say, what, there's a YouTube channel? Yes, the Glengarry Cup has been held online. And all of the video performance from the Glengarry Cup has been reached on their YouTube channel. Now, we have shared the link for that, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page. There's a bit of a theme running here. Uh, but, yeah, we, we shared out the Glengarry Cup, where you can now go and watch it in its entirety with all the performances by Pipers performing at home. And some of them, honestly, oh, my word. Ah, oh, outstanding performances. So go and check that out. The Glengarry Cup, and we have shared out all of the performances by the Pipers there. Uh, definitely very enjoyable. There you go. All right, now over to the trad music scene. I have to give a mention this week to a band that a lot of people haven't heard yet, and for good reason. They're called Trip. Yeah, T-R-I-P. Now, if you've seen some of their video performances of some of their live gigs, you're going to know that you're in for a treat. These guys are simply amazing. And, yeah, thankfully, a few days ago, actually, they put out a bit of a special announcement saying that They've recorded their first album. Yo! Yes, thank goodness. It's been a long time. And yeah, if anything, they actually pay tribute to that. It's been four years in the making, this new album. Their first ever album. These guys have been on the road now in the Celtic and folk music scene, it seems to be, for the longest time. So four years on the road. And now, finally, 
they're putting a microphone in front of themselves and recording something. So hopefully I'll be able to bring you guys some new music from Trip uh, as we get release details about this new album. But we haven't even got a title for it yet. How to go and buy it. There's nothing like that. So Trip are notoriously secretive when it comes to things like this. Um, so, but yeah, once we do have release details on where you can go and buy their music, you can go and purchase it, of course. But yeah, for those of you who are curious, you can go and check out some of their live footage. You can go and check them out on social media. It's Trip, T-R-I-P, all one word. What an incredible band, definitely worth checking out. There you go. All right. Yes, I have to give a mention to the guys at the Chanter Rant podcast. Woo! Hashtag one of the six. Yeah, the Chanter Rant podcast is not for the faint-hearted. Yes, adult discussions ensue. And, uh, yeah, there's naughty language and stuff. But, yeah, if you can stomach that, then why not? Go and check out Chanda Rant. And uh, this next episode, episode 138, uh, features me, myself, and I. Yeah, and the, yeah, their affectionate nickname for me, Rabbi the Pooh. <laughs> so, yeah, I feature on the next episode of Chanda Rant, which hopefully will be either released this week or next. I'm not sure what number they're actually up to at the moment. Uh, but there you go, episode 138 features myself and of course we're going to be talking about the rspba situation because that's all anybody's talking about at the moment so there you go uh so keep an eye out for that hopefully that'll be dropping shortly so shout out to the guys at channel and thank you so much for having me on that episode honestly it's great just to catch up with the lads and have a bit of crack and yeah chat about bagpiping for an hour so it's just great great crack yeah shout out to the channel around Okay, I also have to give a mention. Now, last week I did talk about this, that I've been having a lot of fun on TikTok. Yeah, that little app where, you know, teenagers and all get in front of their phone and dance about and go, uh, yeah, all dancing and stuff and, like, tell funny jokes. I, I, I don't really understand TikTok, but what I've been using it for this last while is piping and drumming, of course. And there's actually quite a lot of pipers and drummers on there. So I've found... So, yeah, if anything, this last while I've been uploading a lot of different drumming videos and stuff, and a lot of pipers have been joining in. I've played a few reel sets, a few jigs, a couple of strespays, I've played marches and all the rest. Six, eight, it's been a lot of fun. You know, it seems to be as I play the drum score and I record it, and I stick it up there on TikTok, then before I know it, a bagpiper is able to join in and send me a video back. And it's been, there's been a lot of performances uh, of pipers and drummers all joining in with each other. It's been like a little bit of a piping and drumming community over there on TikTok. So it's been a lot of fun. So if you haven't yet checked it out, um, TikTok is a bit of a weird animal, not going to lie. It's like the maximum length of a video clip up there is 60 seconds. So it's for people with an incredibly short attention span. Uh, but you can get some real good quality stuff on there, especially from pipers and drummers around the world joining in so it's been great fun so there you go go and check it out you can have a search for myself actually rab lennox that's what i am that's who i am you can check me out on tiktok but there's loads of other people craig laurie's on there uh you know we have stuart as well from the up to the line pipe band podcast he's really popular on there actually has quite a huge following yeah there's a whole big pipe in the drumming community which i'm sure you will find you know that doesn't take long to search for us on tiktok there you go go and check that out the tiktokers that's been a lot of fun. Okay, now I wanted to mention a little bit of a competition that you guys might be interested in. It's being held by the Ulster Scots Community Network. Now, you might think to yourself, a competition held by the Ulster Scots Community Network, what's this got to do with piping and drumming? Well, 
It's a memorial competition for the late John Kelly. Now, John Kelly, of course, was a photographer here in Northern Ireland who covered every piping and drumming event possible. John was incredibly well known in the piping world, and I think we talked about it here on the show when John sadly passed away. Well, in tribute to the late John Kelly, Ulster Scotch Community Network are currently running a photography competition with some real prizes involved so for those of you who know how to point a camera and take a real good picture now's your opportunity now each and every week that well not every week sorry each and every month they have an ulster scots word or phrase that they want you to interpret and take a photograph that reflects that word like last month for example the word was licht which is ulster scots for light or you could, you know, go out there and take a photograph of a light bulb or the sun or, I don't know, something with a light on it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a photographer. Uh, but you can also, well, that event's now gone and that, that winner has been chosen as far as I'm aware. Uh, but yes, you'll also, for this month now, I think the word is gathering, which is gathering. So obviously it's like harvest time here. We're gathering in crops and stuff. And that's the whole idea. So gathering is the word. So they're asking you to interpret this word through photography. So if you do feel so inspired, you can do. You can send your images to images at ulster-scots.com. Or you can check out the Ulster Scots Community Network on their social media and get involved. And I think it's a wonderful kind of fitting tribute to John Kelly, who was quite an amazing photographer who caught some quite incredible moments in the bagpiping scene here, specifically in the UK. But uh, yeah, John uh, was quite famous in the piping world for being an amazing photographer and got some amazing photographs of bands in action. Um, So yeah, I think it's a fitting tribute having this photography competition. Uh, I think after the competition runs for a year and they have like a grand final of all the eventual winners, you could win up to 250 quid. So not bad, a huge cash prize. So there you go, go and check it out. Ulster Scots Community Network for full details, of course, for their photography competition. Well worth checking out. All right. I wanted to give a brief mention to the National Piping Centre, who at the moment are holding a bagpipe shop online trade fair. It's now currently active it's now open and it's operating and they are giving like all sorts of special offers and giveaways from independent makers such as g1 reeds wallace bagpipes ayrshire bagpipes beg bagpipes rg hardy of course mccallum uh david nile bagpipes uh old barn uh, pottery fraser warnock there's a load of great suppliers and i haven't mentioned them all of course i'm gonna miss someone out and someone's gonna get annoyed but yeah, for those of you out there who maybe were doing some Christmas shopping, you have now until Sunday the 1st of November to get onto the National Piping Centre website and take advantage of their online trade fair with all of those special offers. So a lot of great deals on there to be had, and I'm not joking. Uh, I'm actually considering picking up a few products myself. <clears throat> Hashtag G1 Reads. Uh, but yeah, go and check it out. The National Piping Centre's website for their online trade fair. It's now operational and definitely worth picking up a few bargains, I think, for Crimbo or Christmas. All right. I'll have to give a shout this week to the Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band. Go on, Brisbane! Woo! Yeah, Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band. Uh, yeah, they have released the full footage of their Sounds of Scotland concert which they recorded for the bbc it's simply 
brilliant. It features performances by their number one, number two, and number three pipe band. And um, honestly, guys, the Brisbane Boys College are, are you know, they're a cracking band. Anyway, we've said this before, but now that we get an opportunity to listen to them again uh, through this huge concert that they've managed to throw, I just wanted to give them a mention this week. Go and have a listen to it. Brisbane Boys College, what a cracking band. Go and have a look at it. We've shared it up there, of course, on the Big Rab Show social media. Okay, guys. Well, I think it's that point of the show this week where, yeah, you've guessed it. (laughs) It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes. From North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan. From Uist in Scotland, they adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes indeed. Topic of the week time, and honestly, that cup of tea went down an absolute treat. (laughs) It's been quite a week, guys. It's been quite a week. So, yes, as you probably guessed by the title of this week's episode, we have quite an awesome interview to bring you guys with the legendary lead tipper, Reid Maxwell. Now, I have to say, I'll be honest, 
this is not my first time talking to Reed, but it's the, my first time chatting to him with a microphone. And I was a little bit starstruck, not going to lie. <laughs> so I had a lot of kind of lame questions. Uh, so and I kind of stuttered over my words sometimes as well. So please forgive me. Uh, sometimes uh, chatting to so- some guys in the drumming world that I really look up to, it's, yeah, it's difficult to get the words out. You know, so there you go. I hope you can forgive me. Uh, but yeah, it's really quite an awesome interview. And I have to say a huge thank you to Reid for taking the time to chat to me. But yeah, without further ado, let's introduce Reid Maxwell to the Big Rab Show podcast. So welcome to the show. A bit of a drumming legend, if you don't mind me saying so. I'm a little bit starstruck. <laughs> welcome to the show, Mr. Reid Maxwell. Reid, how are you, sir? Rab, I'm very well. I'd like to say that... Um I wish I was welcoming you from beautiful British Columbia today, but <laughs> as I looked out this this uh, this afternoon here, um, it looks more like Glasgow Green on a Friday. <laughs> and we all know what that's like, yeah. Absolutely. L- lashing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, no, it's good to be here. Thanks for the invite, yeah. Not a top of that. If anything, I've got so many questions, right? I'm going to try and get them all crammed into one quick interview. Uh, but first of all, for those of you who are watching the YouTube video right now and not on the podcast, Reid, can you tell us about these drum heads behind you, especially the black one that's behind you? Is that the iconic one from 95? That would be that head. That's the drum head that was on the drum when the band, the SFU band, we won our first World Pipe Band Championships at Scotston. That year it was moved to there before ah, it, um, yeah, yeah. it moved to Glasgow Green, where mm-hmm. it's, it's now there. The one on the other one is just a really cool head that somebody designed for us. Um, and it was done specifically for the concert that we did in New York City uh, at the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts. Yes. And yes. Um, so, and it's become a bit of a favorite because unfortunately, uh, we've lost a couple of band members. Um, Andrew Bonar being probably the most prominent one that people would know, and Brittany Angel Vet. And they played the show and their signatures are on there. So it's, oh, it's become man. a favorite head because you always feel kind of like you have them with you, if you know what I mean. Aye, aye. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. And then and, this old one over here is yeah. uh, 1987 World Pipe Band Championships at Bella Houston Park, the old Bella Houston Park, <laughs> 78 Fraser Highlanders. So I've managed to keep that. And uh, I actually have the snare drum head on the, this over here that I played on that day as well. I kept oh, that. Um, wow. so, <laughs> so we bit of history, you know. I, I tell you, some history in that. And if anything, Reed, that, that's where I want to start. Uh, back in 1987, in charge of the 78th. Uh, obviously, you guys recorded that, what is now the iconic concert live in 87. First of all, can you tell me about that concert? You guys landed in Balamina and was it just on stage and go? Or how, how was the whole night? Um, well, we, we, we'd been rehearsing and working up for that show for pretty much a whole year. Mm. Um, you know, we were preparing to come back to the Worlds after the 86 Worlds. We were com- comparing, uh, you know, preparing to come back, do the concert, and, um, and then also uh, play at the Worlds a couple of days later. And so we got to, ba- uh, to, to Balamina, uh, people there that looked after us, I mean... Uh, uh, unbelievable. We couldn't have asked for better hospitality, better hosts. It was just an amazing time. Lots of time spread, spent getting ready for it. Um, and um, I think the last thing that we put together for that show before we left Canada 
was Journey, um, Journey to Sky. Journey to Sky, sir. That was the last one yes. that you put together, right? That, uh, was, we'd been working on it through the summer, mm-hmm. and it was played sort of, uh, very casually while we were in the Tunin Park at the last contest we played at before we left for Northern Ireland. And uh, so that was it. But that was actually the last piece that we sort of finally put together, getting all the wee things that we wanted to do. Um, but a lot of the show was, um, the lo- a lot of the show had been in place because basically what we did is we took all the music that the band had been playing in the last five years and showcased it on that one album. And um, so that was that, you know, we got there, yeah. we were, we were feeling very good because it, we were so rehearsed because we'd been playing a lot, you know, as you can well imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was challenges on the night, uh, the acoustics in the hall. Of course, lots of drummers love that recording because the drums are so vibrant and loud at it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I like the kid people that that's why it's so popular. It's because the drums. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the interesting, one wee quirky thing I'll tell you, um, a guy called Bob McDowell was the recording engineer for Lismore Records. Mm-hmm. And he just could not believe how loud the drums were in the room. And so what he ended up doing is he cut all the mics for the drums. He cut and them? Just, he just went with what the mics were picking up in the hall. Wow. And lo and behold, it worked out. He just, he didn't know, wow. he didn't know what the, he was a wee bit, it was a bit of a challenge. But it all came right. And, you know, with any live performance, I think that, you know, you'll take the acoustics of the night and the excitement. And uh, it was a fantastic, an absolutely uh, fantastic experience uh, and a great way to, I, I think in some ways when you look back, and I've done, I've had the opportunity to do this a few times in the last 20 some years playing with SFU. When you've got a wee bit of a project that week before the Worlds, it's not a bad thing to keep your mind. It just that wee bit, you know, instead of being so centrically focused, you know? Uh, yeah. So, gives you, uh, gives you that little bit of something extra to think about outside of the circle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we talked about that on the show before, about bands who do the pre-Worlds concert and then sometimes go on to win it. I think so Lawrence did it in 2010. You guys did it in 87. There is a bit of a trend there with bands who do that. Yeah, I, I just, you know, when we played, we played the Affirmation concert in 2009, and then we went on a couple of days later to win um, the Worlds. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've got to say, we had a great week that week. And see, after the concert was over on the, on the Wednesday night, mm-hmm. playing at the Worlds was like a, pardon the pun, but it was like a walk in the park to play well, because you went from carrying two and a half hours worth of material to just playing a couple of MSRs and a couple of medleys. It was quite easy, you know? A bit of a relief then in comparison then. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if anything then, Reid, I have to ask you then about 1995, lifting the worlds with SFU for the first time. Can you tell me what the feeling was in the band when you heard the name read out on the park that day? Um, well, I would say, um, I would say for guys like, uh, um, Terry and, and Jack, it was, a, I think there was also a sense of relief built into the excitement because they had been so close before. Yeah. Um, yeah. and in my pipe band life, I've been a lucky guy. 
I played in a tremendous band in Scotland before I emigrated to Canada, this, the Dyson and Dundonald band. And I had won the Worlds with the 78 Fraser Highlanders. But, but don't underestimate the importance of that and how amazing it was to win. Uh, you know, um, yeah. it was just incredible. But the band felt that we played really, really well. And we felt that we couldn't have done more than we did that day. And it was, you know, we had a good draw because that was the time when they were ranking the bands. That's and right. yeah. um, mm-hmm. we had a tremendous, we just had a, it just all went well. We were well practiced at, uh, in 95 when we went to the Worlds. That was our second visit to Scotland that year because we had gone to Stirling in 95 to play at mm-hmm. the, the champ. Uh, I think it was the Scottish Pipe Band Championships at that time in Stirling. Yeah. And so we were, I think what happened in 95 when we went to Stirling, we got the band up to this level that it would never have played it in June before. And then we came back and we didn't take a break. We're just right at the local competitions. And then we, so as we were then getting into that, getting ready for the World Pipe Band Championship mode, we were starting at July, sort of a month, five weeks out, at a higher level perhaps than we would have been. And I think that we made our own momentum and capitalized on it and, and, yeah. and, and that kind of worked for us, you know. That's it. And momentum does carry for a lot, I think, certainly. When it comes to lifting the big in, 95 was a huge year for SFU. But there's another couple of years also through the 2000s, 2008, 2009. You guys had an incredible run over those two years. What was that like? Um, it, was, it was really quite spectacular. I would say that um, I mean, we won in 95 and 96, so one could argue that that was a purple patch of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, 99, not, not all that, you know, just a couple of years in, and then we were lucky to get the, the shout again. And then uh, the 2000, um, it didn't go our way that day. And then we came back the next year, and Jesus, the shout went our way again. So, mm-hmm. you know, one yeah. could say that that's a, a, maybe a span of six or seven years there where it was, it was a purple patch, but there was a maturity and a, a sort of calmness to the band in many ways in 2008 and 2009. Mm-hmm. And um, we were very disappointed after the 2007 Worlds. Um, Drummond didn't really go our way that day result-wise and we were mad as hell. And, but we didn't complain. It's not really our way. We just came back and said, right, let's get the sleeves rolled up. And what we basically did is we sort of set the concert stuff aside and say, let's get the competition stuff going and we'll have enough concert stuff sitting there should Mm -hmm. we decide to do something before we go back to uh, Glasgow in 2008. And then we were asked to do the uh, 2009 concert. And I've got to say that it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a special feeling there because we played that concert as the reigning world champions, not knowing how things were going to go the next couple of days, you know, but we, we put on a good show that was incredibly well received. Like, I mean, the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall crowd was amazing. And, and we, in the next, uh, you know, and then if we had a couple of easy days, as I said to you earlier there, you know, <laughs> and, um, that, that was just really good. I think that was, we had done a lot of concerts. We had done concerts already in that hall and so we, we knew what we were dealing with. So there, was, there wasn't surprises. It was just like, this is how it's going to go. And, and so we'll just do it. And so yeah. 
there's a lot to be said about having the experience of having done things like that as well, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And if anything, we've got a, a emailed question in from one of our listeners, actually, who asked, uh, which party was better, 2008 or 2009? The celebration win, which one was better? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, um, I, I couldn't say that any one was better than the, the other. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the things, and, and maybe this is a little bit of an age thing, but see when you get back from the world's you seem to be more and more exhausted by the time you get back to your digs that night in the 100%. bus. Yeah. You know, and and so sometimes sometimes the actual celebration doesn't start until the next day, but it's only partial because some guys have already left because they're they're working on Monday and they're trying to get home. But mm. I would say I think there was a sense in two thousand nine that because of the concert going well and we were all very pleased with that you got a sense that you win this imaginary event which is the concert but you're the only band anyway so you're guaranteed <laughs> to win and then it, it all went really well on uh on the saturday so um I, I would say that there was probably a wee bit of magic in the air and a special um because it's it's very hard to win the world pipe band championships it's even harder to retain the world pipe band championships, you know. So it, it was it was a nice it was a nice a nice weekend a nice week you could say. That's it in, in total. So, Reid, I have to ask you then. Obviously, twenty twenty has been an awful year for piping and drumming. Everything's been cancelled. It's just been terrible. Uh, but how have SFU and yourself been coping with lockdown and all of that? Well, I guess we're probably about the same as everybody. Um, we're dealing with it by getting together on Zoom. Hmm. We kept the band going right into July on Zoom. The Pipers were doing their thing. We were doing our thing. And um, just to kind of keep it going, um, we traditionally don't get back to band until um, after this weekend. We'd, yeah. we'd normally get back. So I would imagine within the next couple of weeks, we'll start back up to and, and just start to at least get something happening on the Zoom do what we can. Like it is in the uh, in the UK, we are um, restricted in doing certain things here, not because we don't want to, but because of r- rules and regulations laid down by the government. Yeah. So it's either the Canadian government in Ottawa or the provincial government in Victoria. And so you can't get together in so many groups. And yeah. of course, our practice facility is at SFU. Well, there's all the classes at SFU are online right now. So there's little chance that they're going to bend rules and or open up space for the band when they're not even opening it up for the students. So we're at a wee bit of a, uh, just a wee bit of a a dilemma right now, but hopefully things will, we'll see how they go into the new year. But uh, it's, it's really weird. You know, when you don't go to band or you cancel band, it's always something that you decide to do yourself. Guys, let's take the week off, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, no problem. It. Oh, great. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> or if you've got something on or, or you're, you decided to go on holiday and you have to miss for a couple of weeks or something, that it's always on your own call, you know? Yeah. But here we are in this massive eight-month-long um, uh, hype. Well, we're, we're, we're on hold. And, mm. and it's completely out with our control and not just in a small way it's a global thing as you said it's it's affected the entire place you know 
Oh, completely. Yeah. If anything, though, recently, uh, ourselves at the Rab Show, we were involved in live streaming coverage from events in New Zealand. We've seen competitions in Australia now. So things are slowly starting to open up now, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so uh, how do you see the future of piping and drumming in, uh, I don't know, the next year, the next couple of years? I dare say it'll be a completely different landscape. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I, I mean, I want no more uh, than to be able to go to Scotland next year and play at the World Pipe Band Championships. But yeah. I don't think that that's going to happen. Yeah, so that's uh, it. With international travel, it's bound to be so difficult at the moment. Yeah. Well, this, this is it. I mean, you're dealing with going into other countries. I mean, we can't even get things done in our own country because of restrictions. Yeah. And yeah. now we're... So I, I hope, I absolutely hope I'm so wrong on this because I can't wait to buy my ticket. I mean, I've, I haven't seen my family, albeit on FaceTime either. So there's a little extra added incentive to want to get home and uh, right. see folks in that as well. Um, but um, I, I, think that, I think that there's an outside chance that it would go... If I, if, I think 50-50 is about the best odds you would get for it at the moment. Yeah. And I absolutely hope I'm wrong. I just hope I'm wrong. And, yeah, uh, I'm right there I, with I you. Yeah. I hope you're wrong as well. Yeah, I'm, I'll be able to crack a beer with you in the beer tent next year. I hope that's the right. case. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to ask you then, Rita, about your relationship with Andante. We've had quite a number of people, obviously, from Northern Ireland who listen to the show, and they're interested to know how a small drum company from Northern Ireland have drums played by multiple world champion band. And how does that work? How did the relationship with Andante first start with SFU? Well, it, it wouldn't have been the first time that I had been approached before he passed away by Sam. Ah, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, if there's a sad thing in how sometimes things turn out it's, it's a, I wish I could turn the clock back and he got to see the SF and hear the SFU band playing on his product but uh, yeah. Sam had sadly passed away before we made the switch mm. and um, it was it was really a, a guy a good friend of mine called Ian Lawson um, from Lurgan mm-hmm. um, yeah. who who opened the door because he was good friends with the people there and um, we went to see the guys and Danny and um, one of the great things, and, and to this day, I, I, I love it. If you've got a problem, you can get a hold of Nigel. It's <laughs> <laughs> very easy you to get know a hold what of I mean? <laughs> Well, he'll get back to you. And you know that when you're talking with somebody, it's not this corporate thing, you know? Aye. And there, there's a really great connection there. And... Um, you know, we're now 10 years on. We're actually waiting on delivery of a new set any time, any day now. Lovely. For, uh, which it would have been for, of course, the 2020 season, but it will now be hopefully for the 2021 season. So quite excited <laughs> to see that uh, come in. And the, yeah, they're just lovely folks um, working hard, uh, make, a, make a great stuff. And uh, yeah, it kind of, it's, well, if you know the people there, it's quite a family. Oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. SFU, we've always sort of thought ourselves as being a family. So you could say in no small way, it's the coming together of a couple of families, one who make product and the other one who plays uh, the product. And uh, 
Yeah, we've just really enjoyed. They've always been really good. They've been to see us. They came to New York when we did the show because uh, yeah. we just had a new set of drums uh, from them there and it was easy for them to come over. So just, uh, we like the vibe, I guess you could. like. Of course, we like the product. It's lovely. And some of the adjustments that they've made to keep themselves out there at the front has been really good. We certainly like the new waterproof heads a oh, little bit yes. better yeah. as well. The yellow, <laughs> the yellow heads are fantastic, but the white ones, just it's one less thing to be concerned about, you know, on a rainy yeah. day, which unfortunately, you know, uh, happens a lot. Get, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. And if anything, ourselves, we, we visited the factory ourselves. And uh, as soon as we arrived, oh, grab us yourself and there's a cup of tea and a sandwich and sit down and talk yeah. for half an hour before we even get there yeah. doing what we're supposed to be doing and recording a radio yeah. show. Uh, yeah, so that's one thing. I completely agree. It is definitely a family business and all of you yeah. have, definitely have that I just, vibe. I think, they, I think they go the extra mile to try and get you what you want, you know? Like mm. when it's coming up with original colors and trying to get something that's a wee bit different and, and stuff like that, you know? Because, I mean, when you play, when you play in a, a bright orange kilt like we do, the, you're not, there's certain colors that you're just not going to go with. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There's you not know, much. <laughs> you know, you're you're somewhat limited, you know. But uh, they're always so good. I do believe that Adrian has a lot to do with that side of things. But um, they're they're just they're really nice people, and I I I I I definitely see that um, that that relationship continuing and continuing to grow. Certainly, while I'm still in the band, anyway. Fantastic stuff. Now, I have to say, I was listening to a previous interview of, with yourself on Tartan Time, where you talked about oh. your uh, drumsticks, and you're actually going to be releasing a new set of sticks, actually. Yeah, we're waiting to, um, well, we would have had them launched by now, but yeah. I'm basically, I've gone back to do uh, my sticks with um, Adrian and Nigel and Dante, just yeah. kind of keeping it keeping it close for all the same reasons that the drums work. Uh, it's just a good move. And um, uh, we're quite happy with that. We've got prototypes here that I've been banging on. So just a case of waiting, <laughs> just a case of waiting on things getting up and running. I guess you could say there's no real rush if everything sort of pans out and we can get something ready to go when the calendar hits to 2021, that'll be fine. There you go. Grant, so watch this space then, right, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll let you know. <laughs> so can I ask you then some big Rab Show staples before I let you go? Uh, first of all, can you tell us, has there been any one outstanding moment in all of your drumming career that you could say, that, that's awesome? One oh, real wow. standout moment for you. It's a difficult one. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I couldn't give you one. I mean, I could say that the very first time that I, I, I actually went, had to go up to the podium and collect the sash yeah. as a lead drummer it was truly magnificent. I was so bad and I was so overcome by the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even figure out how to put it on. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I mean like I knew yeah, it went yeah. the opposite way from your sign but you end up there and you're just a mess <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, I think uh, when when the when we won in 99 it was it was truly amazing um, uh, we um, we broke the this massive 
string of victories that had been compiled by the great Junko Patrick yeah. and his drum corps at Shots. And, um, you know, we, they had, I think it was like 11 years in the trot that they won. And then we were, we were lucky enough to get that one. And I always tell people that um, in a span of 13 years, only two people ever won the stash. And that was the 78th Fraser Islanders <laughs> in 87. And all those years later. So there was a bit of a special moment there um, for the SFU. Mm. Um, you know, and I Venison. could say, yeah, you know, I... like, it's just, it's so hard you know, like maybe, for example, a great moment was to walk on the field and my son played in the core. I see. Yeah, there's so many, right, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, like how yeah. do you beat that, you know? That's it, it. yeah. So cool mm. uh, to, uh, for that, you know. So it's really hard because, you know, there's the competitive part of it and then there's sometimes the non-competitive part means more because it's – it just lasts it's something that's, mm. you know, it's not based on anybody else's opinion. It's just based on a moment in time, really, you know? Yeah, that, that's it, exactly. And the feeling that it gives you being a part of it, 100%. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So I, I know that we have asked you, probably the big staple is what your favorite cheese is. We, we know that already. Uh, but we do need to know, um, do you like pineapple on your pizza? I'm indifferent. If it comes, I'll eat it. If it's not on, I don't complain. I don't really oh, care. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. And also, um, I think this is a question that we do ask about the most memorable moment, which is a difficult one, but possibly an easier one is, have you got a most embarrassing moment? Is there anything that stands out to you to go, oh, no. <laughs> Something really cringeworthy? <laughs> Not actually, really, other than sometimes showing up to a gig and you've left your sticks and your harness in the house. Oh, no, you haven't done that, have you? I, 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 I uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> one, one, time, one time I left my kilt hanging at the door, went out, but fortunately I got a mile down the road and realised that I'd done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that would be that would maybe be my most cringeworthy. There could be some people that will listen into the show and say, "Oh, I can't believe Maxwell got out of that so easy." <laughs> what about that time when he, you know? Uh, so, so, if anyone has any stories, you can comment and let us know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Reid, if anything, then we really hope that in the future we will see yourself, the rest of the guys of the band, all back on the grass again as soon as possible. Uh, but before I let you go, I have to ask you for some patented, great Reed Maxwell advice. You've been involved in tuition and that for the longest time. And in all of your years of teaching, do you have any kind of, not, not tips or hints and stuff, but the best word of advice you can give to someone who's lifting the sticks for the first time? I want to make sure as a teacher that what I'm teaching them to do is cool. There's not a young kid on the planet right now that doesn't want to do something or be with the crowd that's cool. Yeah. So I'm not teaching them drums to start. I'm teaching them cool. I'm going to teach you something cool. And once you get them, then you've got them. And the other thing, I, I just started a, a young student two weeks ago. He's been playing in a grade four band for the last 15, 16 months. Mm -hmm. And I said, Callum, I'm happy to take you on as a student, but you've got to do two things. 
You've got to work really hard and you've got to have fun. <laughs> That's great advice though. Yeah. So, you know, like try and take away the other stuff. But kids, I mean, I, I think when I grew up in Scotland, cool, I don't, cool was something that you realized when you went outside and it was a bit on the cool side, you know. Uh, yeah. But of course, it's become this, it's become this word and kids want to feel like they belong. And so I think that I th- I don't, no matter what you teach, whether it be uh, social sciences or uh, mathematics or, or playing the accordion or playing anything, you've got to make sure that what you're, how you're doing it is so cool that they hang on to your every word. And if oh, you can yeah. teach that, then they will keep coming back and they will practice because they want to be cool and learn more cool things or cool things yeah back sticking throwing them about the place and juggling class absolutely anything <laughs> it's got to be cool indeed so again thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us here on the rap show really appreciate your time and please send the the best to everyone else in the core and then the band let them know we're asking about them i'll send out a couple of messages tonight rab and thanks so much for uh, reaching out to myself and and i um, very happy to help and uh, good luck well there, Tom. Thank you very much, Reid. I'll chat to you again, I'm sure. Bye. Yes, thanks, Rob. Thank you. Bye. There you have it. Quite a drumming legend there, Reid Maxwell. Well, honestly, that was fantastic. And yeah, to take time out and have a, a yarn with a silly old legit from Northern Iron, such as myself, simply epic. So brilliant stuff. There you go, guys. That's it. Episode 198 is in the can. And can you believe it? Next week is episode 199. One episode away from episode 200. Now, before we say cheerio and finish this week's episode, I do want to ask you guys to get involved. We will be recording episode 200 quite soon, actually. Uh, So if you do want to be a part of it, then you need to get in contact with us. We are asking you guys actively to send us in voicemails we really want your voicemails for episode 200 we want to know your opinions after 200 episodes of the big rab show podcast has there been any favorite moments of yours has there been any standout moments for you that you've thought wow that was awesome or has there been any standout moments that you thought to yourself uh that was crap don't do that again that was rubbish or was there something that we've done throughout 200 episodes that's really angered you uh well we want to hear it all warts and all you can email your voicemail to us bigrabshow at gmail.com now you do have about a week or so to get those into us uh before episode 200 is actually recorded so if you do want to be a part of the show get your emailed voicemails into us as soon as you can there you are So be a part of it. Episode 200. I still can't believe I'm actually saying that. Episode 200. It's insane. (laughs) I know some folks think 200 it's just a number. But honestly, I didn't think we would get past 50. But here we are, 200, which is insane. So thank you to you guys for your continued support, of course. But uh, yeah, we want you guys to be a part of the show. So email us in your voicemails as soon as possible. Also, don't forget to check us out on Patreon. Ton of great stuff up there. And yeah, every click of support over there on Patreon really does mean the world to us. Helps keep the wheels turning here, especially during this extremely challenging time of global pandemic. Hmm. So go and check it out. Patreon, the Big Rab Show. Definitely worth a click of support to get your mitts on tons of extra piping goodness. 
There you are, guys. So, until next week, we hope you've all enjoyed this week's episode. And if you've managed to last this long, then, um, yeah, you deserve a medal. It's been quite a long episode this week. But we do hope that it's been quite a lot of piping goodness. Now, I do know there's been one feature we didn't bring this week, and that's What's Rab Listening To? Uh, but honestly, there's been so much for us to try and pack in this week. We didn't bring it this week, so we'll hopefully bring that next week to the podcast. There you go. Next week, of course, we'll be talking all about the Big Rab Show Awards. That's happening. We'll be announcing the winners, of course, live on Fuse FM. Yes, that'll be happening live on Fuse next week on the 3rd of October, or 3rd of November, even. 3rd of November, we're announcing it live. <laughs> it's just about to read a calendar. And then we'll be bringing all of the winners' announcements and all of that to you guys here on the 4th when we bring up the next episode. Also, yeah, we hope you can join us tuning in for the Glymphitic this weekend. We'll be wrapping up the Glymphitic, talking about uh, the amazing performance. I cannot wait to watch this. And I hope you guys are the same as well. So, that's it, guys. We are out the door for another episode this week in the can. Thank you all so much for clicking that download button and for supporting us each and every episode. It means the world. Until next week, guys, we will see you all next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.